Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron, this is Caleb, and we are just grateful just to have you guys back with us today. Uh, before we get started, we want to remind you guys, check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Um, hopefully you've already found us on your favorite podcast channel. Be sure to share our content and leave us reviews, five-star reviews. And again, I'm going to say it, share, share, share. Um, help us to get this content out there so we can just reach and impact people's lives and uh, just change the landscape of recovery. And so we are excited about today's lesson, at least I am. It is, um, <laughs> it's a fun one for me. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to introduce our action item today. Um, today we're going to be talking about labels and it's my value in life comes from who I am in Jesus Christ and not from the labels put on me by others or the world. Again, um, just talking about how we just allow things to be picked up, put, placed on us, we place them on ourselves, and we allow those things to identify us. And so um, our goal here is to identify the labels we've come to believe about ourselves as a result of our past or that have come from the world. Caleb, you have anything you want to open up with? Um, yeah, so uh, our labels, you know, one of the, our labels is one of those things that kind of just sits sits inside our subconscious and we we've picked up throughout our our history um you know through our childhood or or even you know into our adulthood about you know who we are who we think we are or how we value ourselves or where we think our purpose comes from and it in so many people that don't even intentionally set those a lot of times those happen because um you know it's just we just kind of absorb them um, either from, you know, like I said, our, our childhood experiences with, you know, maybe parents or uh, our romantic r relationships, you know, spouses or, or um, culture, you know, especially right now, culture really is, is, is uh, doing a number on our labels uh, when how we <laughs> how we identify ourselves and, and what we think our purpose is. And uh, my labels are fluid. Yeah. 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 That's working out well for us. Um, you know, and that's what I was, the point I was about to make, you know, we've had about, um, I don't know, 60 years or so of, of, of culture really driving, you know, our, our, our labels, taking over, uh, taking over the area of who we, who we are, or who we think we are, or where we derive our value. And, 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 you know, my question would be is, uh, how well is that working out for us over the, the past 60 years? So we, um, we have to be intentional about our labels. We have to be intentional about who, who we think we are, where we think our value comes from, what we think our purpose is. And like I said, so many people just kind of, we just kind of, they just kind of develop. They've never really thought about it. Um, and they don't, uh, we're not very intentional about it. So today that's what we want to talk about is kind of one, this is a kind of a two-part lesson. So today we'll, we'll talk about trying to figure out what we already believe about ourselves, what our labels are. And then in the next episode, we'll talk about how do we, how do we get rid of the bad ones and, and attach the good ones? Yeah, um, and I, I think that is great. Um, I mean, it's just, it's been ramped up in recent years, just just the, the labeling and, and we, we do it so willingly nowadays where we place these things and these, these identifiers on us. Um, Psalms 139, 13 through 16, um, phenomenal verse. I'm gonna take just a second to, to dissect this for everybody. It said, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Um, so it's talking about God. Um, <laughs> this is a Psalm of David. And it says, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. 
how well you know it. You watched me being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And so um, there's so much incredible truth here. Um, now, obviously, there's um, just a lot of uh, <laughs> imagery here in this. And so, you know, we as Christians don't believe that God has giant cosmic knitting needles and that, you know, he's, he's knit us <laughs> together in, in outer space and, and placed us in our mother's womb. But, but there is something to be said to the fact that, that there's an intentionality behind our creation. You know, we're made in the image of God. And so you made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Um, it was, we're made with intent there. That's what it's speaking of. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. I think that speaks to our uniqueness. And then, you know, the fact that, that we are individual, we have differences, you know, and, and there's elements of that to be celebrated in the context of Christ, in the context of God, not in the context of worldview, which we'll get into here in just a little bit. It says, your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. And I think that just speaks to the fact that not only were we intentionally made with purpose by God, but he was there from the beginning. And um, it says, you watched me as being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And this is my favorite part of the, the passage here. And basically what it's saying is, is you were made for the day. Um, that, that the time, the place, the moment that you're in right now, you were made for that. If we, were, if we believe, and, and Cable and I do, and Christians should believe that, that we were made intentionally by God, well, not only were we made intentionally by God, but, but we were placed intentionally in time. We were placed intentionally in our families, in our communities, in our country. And so, because all that speaks to purpose, that God's created us this way, and he's placed us. And so every day was, of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed that... Um, that we have the option, we have two options moving forward, and it's to either pursue the will of God or pursue our own will, but um, God, God created for the purpose. And so when we allow world labels to be slapped on us, um, we're devaluing the, the workmanship of God. Um, when we allow other people, other things to define our purpose, when we try to define our purpose outside of the context of Christ, again, we're devaluing the workmanship and intentionality of Christ. And that's why it's so important um, when it comes to labels to identify what's false, what's of this world, and, and to learn to cast them away. And, and as Caleb said in the next lesson, uh, we'll begin to learn how to replace them and to, to label ourselves with truth. And so um, what are labels? You want to touch on that? Yeah. Um, so our, when I we use the word label, what we're talking about is kind of they're, they're the filter to which we, we view our world, and our labels create our worldview. So what's a worldview? Our worldview is the, the foundation from which we view the world. That's real you know, yeah. <laughs> in depth there. Uh, it's the, the foundation from which we view the world and, and our place in it. And so what I'm talking about there is that, you know, we have these labels that we put on ourselves and then and then we always, like I said, we, we interpret the information and the experiences we have through these through these labels or these filters. So for instance, if you, you know, if you think you're always kind of a victim or that the world is out to get you, right? We all know those kinds of people that, you know, they think that the, the whole entire world is conspiring against them to keep them from succeeding in life. And so what happens then is that, is that they, because they have that filter, they have that label is that they, 
you know, they, they miss out on, on anything that's good in their life. They, they, they kind of don't pay attention to that. But anytime something bad happens, they go, oh, see, look, see, no. you know, this is, this is because, you know, everybody's against me. You know, somebody, somebody wrongs them. You know, they, they hit all the red lights going through town. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, see, they, they made sure that I would hit all these red lights. Uh, that's obviously an extreme example. But, <laughs> but um, you know, sometimes, you, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's if you start talking back to those voices that you hear. Oh. Um, but you know that but that's what they do though is that they all they see is the th you know all the perceived wrongs and sometimes they're not even actually wrongs they just perceive them as wrongs against them because that's the filter they have on themselves and so labels come in many forms we have you know victim a victim label we have a you know I'm not going to succeed level label we have a I'm not worth anything I'm I'm an unlovable person um, you know I have no purpose here yeah um, I mean <clears throat> There's there's so many I know for me, um, my life was defined by by the, those actually right there. Um, I have no purpose. I'm unlovable. My life has no value. And, and because of that, um, decisions I made moving forward um, were made um, <laughs> with that in mind. So I didn't really push myself. You know, it impacted my drive. It impacted what I wanted to do. It impacted where I thought I would go or or how I thought I would succeed. But not only that, um, I let it define, um, what's the word, um, how much I uh, deserve that. For instance, like, I wasn't going to drive myself too far for anything because I didn't deserve that because I'm unlovable, I'm not valuable, I have no purpose. So um, not only did it impact how, how far I was willing to go on things, but um, even my ability to accept it. I would burn my life down sometimes because I don't deserve this, you know? Yeah. Who am I? And so, um, again, these labels impact us on, on so many different lab, uh, levels. Um, it's kind of becoming a little cluster there words. <laughs> but, and I've counseled people in the past, and, and it's because such a hang-up where, um, and this, you don't know where I came from. You don't know what I've been through. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, so they've defined themselves by this set of circumstances, and that's what they've labeled themselves to. And that, that label becomes the box from which they cannot escape, and they cannot allow themselves any type of success. They can't allow themselves any forward momentum or movement. This is all they'll ever be. This is all that they're, they are, and, and they can't get off of it because they can't see the truth because this lie has been Lapped across their face, yeah. and, and they just can't see past it. And so we do have to begin to identify these things so that it can shift our worldview, so we can see um, we can see what's really out there, yeah. who, who we're really meant to be, what we can actually accomplish. Um, and I've ran in, I, I still run into it, and I fight this on a regular basis. I mean, I'm just in the position, you know, that I, I get to hold now that um, I let my past over here um, sometimes dictate um, my ability to, to do what I get to do. It's like, who am I to? to tell anybody about their life. I've made all of these mistakes, you know, or, or to counsel anybody or try to encourage them in any way. Um, I failed in all these places. And then, you know, if I'm not real careful, then I allow that label of, of failure, um, you know, of, of whatever to be slapped back on me. And it begins to shift the way that I view. But when I realign that with God's word, God's truth, who God's um, said I am and all of this, well, it allows me to, to trudge forward, to push forward and to find the success that I need. And our labels, man, they come from, um, I think Caleb touched on something a little, uh, a little bit ago, from so many places. Now, there's 
there's things that were shaped from childbirth, you know, from, from the time we were kids in our homes, things our parents said, things they didn't say, the experiences we had, you know, we pick up things from there. Um, I know, again, in my own life, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot for a long time, so, um, and it's not that it was true, but, you know, I define myself as poor white trash. <laughs> again, um, now, elements of that, you know, you know, white trash might still apply, you know. <laughs> I, knew, I knew a town you grew up in, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, you know, you just, you let those things impact you. And then so even when it came to interacting with certain people, I mean, and this is, uh, this is an all too common um, scenario. It's like, well, I don't fit in here. I mean, they have money, they're educated, they've got this, I can't, I can't be here, these, these aren't my people. Um, I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out with the junkies, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things, so these labels have come from our childhood, maybe it's been bad relationships, maybe some bad experiences at work, um, whatever it may be, but we put these on. And then sometimes, because we've had wounds, which we've talked about already in some previous episodes, um, then we allow those wounds and, and we'll put labels on almost to protect ourselves. Well, I'm independent. Um, okay that's not a good thing necessarily like you, you need people but you know so that's a label that we've slapped on you allow it to define you allow it to shape your worldview and it comes from a place of hurt and you're using it as armor well that that's a bad thing um we can't do that um well you know i'm just uh i'm just that way um i'm just i'm just proud well that that's a bad thing you know <laughs> Right. We need to work on that. Um, and so really looking at where these labels come from and, and how they impact us is so important as we move forward in our recovery. Yeah, um, there's a few things you were saying there that uh, one you were talking about earlier is that, that you know, talking about how uh, during your your recovery that you would, you know, burn things down. I mean, I see that 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 is an all too common label when people who are trying to trying to get out of their addiction or their struggles is um, the I'm not worth it or I'm not worthy of having, I've seen so many people who are coming out of addiction that are doing really well. And then all of a sudden they just fall apart. And it's, it's that, it's that I don't deserve to be good. I don't yeah. deserve to have it because I've done bad things, you know? And so they, they burn it down. And like you said, um, they have that unworthy, uh, label attached to them. And so they always, um, they always sabotage, do self-sabotage themselves because they just can't see themselves as being successful. You know, it's the same kind of, it's kind of the same thing, you know, you ever hear about um, people who win the lottery within, you know, especially if they weren't wealthy before they win the lottery within the three, I think the the study says like within three to five years they're broke yeah. of winning the lottery. That's I've because, that. because they, they're, they have, you know, whatever mindset they have at, at the income level they're at and, and they haven't adjusted that to to the new level of, of winning, winning the lottery so what they do is they just blow it all because they in their mind just four by fours and guns man yeah <laughs> what else do you need yeah. <laughs> so that's one thing you know is that that's a label especially in recovery is that you have this label of uh, I'm, I'm not i don't deserve this or i don't deserve to have it good um but then back to uh, uh where our labels come from you know, uh, I started in the book, which you can get on Amazon.com. Um, <laughs> what's, what's the title of that? It's Pursuing Freedom. Thank you. Pursuing Freedom on yeah. Amazon. So, yeah, you be sure to pick up your copy. If you um, attend Cedar Point Church, you will have some copies yeah. available for you in the lobby as well. So. But in, in the book and then also in this episode here, we start off with that verse from Psalms, and that's intentional. Because I wanted, to, I wanted to, to, to create the contrast right off the bat of what God's, you know, kind of the vision of what God is or has for us you know, that, that we're wonderfully made, you know, intentionally made 
versus I, I, wanted, I wanted to put that in somebody's head first and then I wanted to, to ask you the question of okay now how does that compare to, the, to to where we get our labels from which you know our culture now like are you getting that kind of message from the social you know your social media from um, you know Hollywood from you know all the friends and family <clears throat> and all those social interactions we have is that the kind of messaging we get from our world today well i try to just define myself by tiktok trends that's good so yeah um, how's that working for you well tiktok tells me everything i need to know so <laughs> uh, i'm such a old guy like i don't even i mean i know what a tick i know what tiktok is but like uh, just the word <laughs> i'll be honest i'm such an old guy i can't stand it either um, yeah i remember we did something in church my wife had to download the app um for one, it's filthy trash on there, and so I don't even get that. Yeah. But it's just like, how do people get sucked into this? I don't know. I did the same and thing. So, I watched like, it once, and I'm just like, this, this is, is the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Like, and I've seen a lot of dumb things. It's like, all right, <clears> um, <throat> watch TikTok or go drink gasoline. So I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to go eat a Tide Pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that's exactly it, though. You know, and you think about, too, you know, and think about what we're what we're going to be coming up against with this generation that's coming up, because, because unlike us, I can't say, you know, boomers. We're not boomers. But we sound like boomers right now, um, you know, that we just we can't even stomach the idea of TikTok because you get on there for, like, for about two seconds. You're like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. But that's the most popular social media app right now for well, yeah, young and, people. And social media has impacted labels so much, especially in today's culture. I mean, you know, we grew up in a time without this and it was hard enough to, to go through life without putting on negative labels and things right now. Um, you've got you've got all this stuff, Instagram and Facebook and, and TikTok. And so then comparatively, um, it's like, oh, man, well, I don't I don't look like her. I don't look like him. I can't do that. Um, I, and so we we devalue ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, if this is something you're struggling with now, man, any time on social media is ill spent. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's what we do. It's, it becomes this uh, keeping up with the Joneses 24 seven. And it's not just with your neighbors, the Joneses It's with with everybody, um, strangers. I mean, just because you're just you're always comparing yourself to, to what others are doing or going through and you're getting some highlight real of their life. And I mean, it's incredibly toxic, yeah. incredibly damaging. Um, and it just piles on, piles on the labels. Yeah, you think about us growing up, I mean, <clears throat> we, we grew up in the same same town. So, but I mean, you know, pre-social media. So, so all you knew was, you know, the, that group of kids you hung around with, like, yeah. which generally were in this kind of same station of life as you were. But now you can, you know, access, you know, billions of people and compare yeah. yourself against them. Yeah, and they were roughly the same, you know, socioeconomic <laughs> background. And, you know, yeah. so it's like I felt bad enough that I had to use Nikes. They had new Nikes. And yeah, yeah now you got, oh, that guy's got a $400,000 boat and I'm over here in my $4,000 car. I'm such <laughs> yeah. a failure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, so you got to think about how much more, even more so, does culture impact our, our labels? And, and to tie it into recovery, you know, just talking about just comparing, you know, our $4,000 car to our $400,000 boat, you, you get a sense of, uh, you know, you get a, I don't, you know, you get an uncomfortable sensation. Well, back to the beginning of, of our podcast, what do we talk about? Our struggle, whatever it is for you typically is to change the way we feel and we, you know we feel a certain way because of our past experiences and those kinds of things but you know if, if you're constantly being bombarded with the sensation of you know I'm not good enough and that's coming from social media or 
or whatever sources that it, you have. This is a, a prime source of, of why we continue to engage in whatever our struggle is because we're always feeling, you know, the filters through which we look through the world is, is wrong. You know, it's, it's, it's always a filter of I'm not good enough or I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have the right stuff. I don't have the right, you know, I need things to make me, um, you know, have value in this world because that's what I see on social media. And if that's the filter you're looking through all the time, you think about how you're going to be feeling all the time and you're going to want to change that feeling. Well, if you can't go get that $400,000 boat, what I can do is go drink myself into oblivion to forget about my problems or I can, you know, eat myself into, you know, uh, heart disease. Or I can get a loan in that $400,000 boat that I can't serve. That's right. And then it can compound the problem. That, yeah, that's a whole you can do that too. There. Right. <laughs> that's the American way. <laughs> so, so that's why, you know, we're talking about this is that our labels are a crucial part of our recovery, our recovery journey and that, and that we one need to identify them and to make sure that they're actually supporting us, that they're positive, that they're in alignment with what God made us out to be. Like we talked about in Psalms there. And again, I'm bringing it back to, you know, I, I put it there at the beginning because I want to, I want to make that contrast right from the start. I want you to, you know, if, if you're not as familiar with the Bible, or what God believes about you, or, you know, you're not very far along your, your Christian walk, or maybe you don't have one at all. This is that verse. That's what God thinks about you. And, and you tell me if you find that, that kind of messaging anywhere else in the world from what the world tells you, because yeah. you don't. No, you absolutely don't. And, um, it's, it's so important to, to recenter, refocus our lives on that. I know Caleb was talking about that. You know, this is a driving thing in addiction. It was my driving thing in addiction. Um, I, I would wager that it's the driving. This is connected to, to so much negative behavior. Um, I would say, I would, I would wager all of addiction is tied to this in some way. Um, but so much of, of our other um, negative attributes in lives and things that we do, um, it, it's tied back to, to mislabeling. And so really understanding that, that God created us. And again, um, I'm going to harp on it again, the end of that, man, that, that you were made for the day. Not only were you made intentionally, you know, with purpose and value, but, but you were made for this moment in time. And so when you think about that, um, it kind of creates this sense of, of urgency, um, a sense of purpose, a sense of mission. It's like, well, if I'm made for this time, um, not only am I valuable and, and, and everything else, but I'm made for now, what am I supposed to be doing? And, you know, it sends us on that quest to discover, um, God, what's your purpose for me? Clearly, God has one. God has one for all of us. This, this verse reveals that, um, along with many others, but it's, it's discovering that, that these things are, are a lie, and so what, it, what is it I'm to do? And so um, we can't, can't allow our labels to continue to drive us down. Yeah. You know, another area that, that you know, it, just to, I'm going to keep expanding on this to, to really help uh, people understand how per, uh, pervasive your, your labels are is that not only does it affect your recovery, like um, how you label yourself uh, impacts your relationships. See that all the time, um, you know, especially like ladies, like a lot more likely to be in a more codependent, be, to be more codependent, and to be in a relationship in which they're being, you know, verbally abused or being taken advantage of, um, because in their mind they think, well, you know, my worth, you know, comes from providing for him, or you know, being being there to help, you know, to do whatever it is he, you know, he needs me to do, and and they and they are really in an abusive, you know 
relationship and and they can't see it because they they assigned you know my my value comes from being a, a supportive spouse or and, and to the to their detriment you know they're being abused for that or you know the same thing comes up with like uh, our job you know if you're if you're working and you're getting taken advantage of you're just like well you know you know guys you know we're providers and well i've got to i've got to put up with this crap yeah. that my my you know i'm getting taken advantage of i'm being you know working more than I'm, i should or you know i'm getting you know crapped on by my manager because I'm, you know i'm a provider i'm supposed to be a provider that's what i'm gonna that's what i gotta do and so i put up with all this stuff because that's just who well, that's just who i am it's like no you're, you're not you, you don't have to be there's other things you can do you know you can you can have that idea about yourself but not be taken advantage of and same with like I said, with ladies and relationship, you know, you can, you can extract value from being there to provide um, for your significant other without being taken advantage of, you know, and that's, again, not recognizing the value you have uh, that God has given you, you know, that you're, you're equally made as anybody else, you know, you, you equally are loved, equally have a purpose, and that nobody has a right to take advantage of you because that's where you're getting your value from. So um, your labels, not only does it impact us in our, in our recovery um, in whatever our struggles are, but it, it's, it's everything. Everything we do is, is through that filter, through those labels, that worldview that we have. So I think we've beat that horse to death. Yeah, we have. Um, <laughs> I do want to talk about, this kind of reminded me of this meme. It's uh, almost off topic. It's kind of related, but it's <laughs> talking about um, how, how women, um, do they struggle with you know, certain labels more than men do. Um, and so the meme was really talking uh, the fact that obviously men, I mean, we can be 40 pounds overweight and we just think we're just the hot stuff, man. And Dad stud, buds, man. Yeah. <laughs> Looking ourselves in the mirror, <laughs> flexing our gut. And it's just like, and you know, women obviously, I mean, can be just, just beautiful beyond belief. And like, I'm so ugly. Um, and it's just like, it makes no sense. Um, every married man in the world goes through this with their spouse and you know, we, we believe that our, our wives are beautiful and then they, they think that they're atrocious and it makes no sense to us. So um, this meme shows this picture of this woman and she's like all sad and depressed and it says women after being told they're beautiful all day and then it had this picture of this guy and he's just smiling gleefully and it's like men remembering that one time somebody said they were hamson, hams, handsome that wasn't their mother. And so it's just like, that's yeah. all we need. Somebody told me I was attractive once so yeah. I'm set for life. Well, that's, that's, yeah. That's true, but no, I mean that is that is the the, that's just the inherent difference in between men and women. But there's you know just there's those, those inherent differences between people yeah. in general. You know where some of us are more susceptible to buy into certain things, and and you know and again we kind of these these things just glom onto us. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. They're like barnacles yeah. on a on a ship that just have attached themselves to us, and we just can't let them go. Yeah. Well, and men are you know driven the other way. It's kind of one of those things. I mean, men typically. Um, they work themselves to death and at the expense of their family, you know, trying to, mm -hmm. to earn a living because that becomes our defining factor where um, our success at job or work and that's how we compare ourselves and, you know, we can be making great money, have a great career and it's never enough and, and we're, we're always dissatisfied. And so that's kind of our version of, you know, a woman's version of, I'm just ugly. Men are like, oh, I'm just a failure, you yeah. know, <laughs> um, yeah. but um, it is that thing, but it just really speaks to, you know, 
the principle of just being able to come back and just know who we who we actually are. Right. So let's talk about what are your labels. So how do we figure out our labels? So one of the, one of the easier things to do is kind of kind of think back to your self talk. You know, and now I'm not talking to like the schizophrenic self talks that we were talking about earlier. Like <laughs> if you're hearing voices <laughs> and you're talking back to them, you need medication. But um, your self talk, like. You know, when you're going throughout your day and, and something bad happens, are you like, gosh, I'm an idiot. God, you're so stupid. Why'd you do that? You're worthless. You know, you, those little things that you say to yourself when, when things don't work out, typically that's kind of related to your what your label is. Are you, you know, are you bashing yourself? Or are you like, oh man, and that was dumb. I could do better than that. Or, I mean, is it uplifting? Is it negative? Is it, what, it, what are you telling yourself? Because that's, that's going to be related to what your labels are. What if I just bash other people with my self-talk? Well, then you're trying to make yourself feel better. But, <laughs> but I, I'm with you there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, usually it's my self-talk directed at other people. So I guess that's not self-talk. Oh, I guess if it, I only say it to myself and don't say it to them. Yeah. That probably helps me not get beat up. So that's good. <laughs> so that would be the first thing to do is to, th to think about kind of what are you saying to yourself? What kind of message, messaging are you giving yourself? Because that's coming from what you think about yourself, right? Because you, you are talking to you about what you did and whatever situation you're talking about. So that, that's part of where our labels come from. And the next thing you can do is to finish these, uh, these statements. So the first one would be, I have blank. And that would be like, I have a purpose. I have no purpose. I have value, I have no value, I have meaning, I have no meaning, how would you fill in that blank for yourself? If you were to sit and think about that, say, I have blank, and I'm not talking about, you know, I have, you know, I have a car, I'm not talking about some sort of, you know, material good, I'm talking about you, I have worth, I have value, I have purpose, would you say those things, if, and believe them? Yeah, if you're putting material objects in there, that, that kind of just speaks to what we're trying to to enlighten you to right now so. yeah well no i mean and that's that's a good point if, if you do say something like you know well i have you know i have this stuff okay so so what you're saying then is your value comes from is derived from having stuff yeah that's where you think your value is and that's a bad place to be because uh you could not have stuff and if you don't have stuff now all of a sudden you think you don't have value right so you see how how your label can change on the you know and i mean we just went through a couple of years of a pandemic where people lost all sorts of stuff. They lost their jobs. They lost, you know, their health. They lost, and all that stuff went away. Um, and if if your value is attached to things like that, if that's where your label is, then now all of a sudden, you went from I'm, you know, I have value to I have no value very quickly. Whereas if we start attaching our labels, our labels come from you know the eternal truths of God. Those things don't change regardless of the stuff you have, or your health, or your station in life or what's going on in the world today. So that's where we're going to get in the next lesson. But so to answer that question, I have, or that statement, I have blank. That would be one that you would ask yourself. The next one would be like, my value comes from blank. So what do this think of me, right? Uh, how I look, just satisfying others. Uh, how many people like me? How many uh, followers I have on Instagram? You know, how many... TikTok followers Aaron has. Yeah. Um, the, where does your, what, how would you fill in that blank? Where does my, my value comes from what? Yeah. That would be uh, another thing to look at as far as like how you answer that is going to kind of give you some idea of what your, what your label is and, and um, 
and, and then we can start talking about if that's a productive or a negative label. Yeah, I, I do want to say that um, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, so um, I have all the followers. So I feel really uncomfortable sitting next to you now. <laughs> um, uh, I, I want to add one, actually, this in all seriousness, though. Um, like, if I were to ask you who you are, um, and I think this speaks to men often, that Caleb kind of touched on it, but I'm going to be really intentional touching on it, is, uh, you know, who are you? Well, are you defining yourself by your employment? I, I am, you know, CEO of, you know, such and such, you know, I'm... I'm a doctor, you know, I'm, even me, I'm a pastor. I, 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 I have to be very careful not falling into, that doesn't define me. That's not who I am. It's, it's what I, I get to do. Um, and, and even mine's, you know, a little different. You know, there's a calling in a ministry, but it's still, it's not a defining factor of my life. Um, and so ask yourself, who am I? Um, or would you define yourself even as, as mother or father? You know, again, that, that's a calling. That's a great thing. Um, but you know, it's not it's not a definition of who you are that 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 definition needs to come from from God from God's word from who He says um, you are and what He says about you. Yeah, that's a good one um, because that, and I say that's a, that's a good one because in today's culture we are you know we're pushing everybody <clears throat> culture's pushing everybody to identify themselves by one thing you know where you know your sexuality your your race you know your uh, political affiliation um and in my experience and i'm sure with you uh counseling like I, you know my identity comes from an amalgamation of, of things a, a lot of different things and and in like i said if in my experience and you're i'm sure you're experienced counseling people who are are unhealthy like you know psychologically unhealthy they 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 have put all their eggs into one identity basket so to speak you oh, know yeah. like i am you know this one thing you know like I said right now culturally we, there's this huge you know it's, it's where i'm trying not to say something inappropriate for our podcast but what <laughs> our sexuality okay so you know this is who i am like nobody but in you know beforehand like thought it was sexually or uh, psychologically uh healthy to to, to to totally wrap your identity around who you sleep with yeah. like that that doesn't sound healthy like mentally healthy place to be yeah. you know if i just walked around and it's like i'd love i sleep i sleep with women this is who i am like everybody would be like don't get away from me creep you yeah. know like <laughs> but now that's what we try to do socially is we're uh, well you know we're, we're trying to divide everybody into groups by one specific identity you know and but but your identity should come from a number of things you know i'm a father i'm a husband I'm a, you know, I write, I'm an athlete, I read, I, you know, I do, I'm a musician. There's all sorts of different things that I am that make me me. Yeah, and, and I think the more narrow it is, the more unhealthy it becomes. Because yeah. let's say if my identity is wrapped up in, in being a father, um, and I have six kids, so I'm a father to a lot of, of children, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a good father, you know, those things are true. But am I a good father every day? No. <laughs> Some weeks are <laughs> pretty sketchy. Um, and so if that's my only identifying factor in that, then um, when that ground gets shaken, my identity is shaken. Um, well, the more that that's dispersed and, and the more the more places that, that I allow my identity um, to come from, well, the more stability there is in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the more truth, because I'm not just a father. I'm, you know, I am a husband. 
I, I am a, a pastor, you know, I am an athlete, you know, I, I'm all of these other things over here that, that can be labeled. And even when I'm faltering in one area, um, you know, I might have great success in the other, but if, if I'm not allowing all of those things to be true about me at once and, and taking in all of that truth, then, um, and it's just, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, and that's, you know, um, like I said, and that, that's really, we've seen such a degradation in our culture over the past, I mean, geez, just, ten, you know, five years, 10 years, because we've pushed so hard into these singular identifying traits, you know, well, the, you know, identifying ourselves by our race. It's like, what? That's even worse because it's, you know, it's something we can't change. You know, it's like I, <laughs> if I walked around and identified myself by my height, like I'm so disadvantaged because I'm tall and I hit my head on things and like, we're, you know, I'm such an, it's like, there's nothing I can do about it, yeah. you know? Now, you know, those things come, everybody's physical attributes come with their own, you know, advantages and disadvantages. And some people, you know, based on where you're born or where you live, you know, you have an advantage or disadvantage, um, but you can't change those things. I mean, that's just the nature of, of humanity. You know, like we're obviously at a natural advantage living in the United States versus if we were born in, in Africa. But it's like can't change it. So, so what we got to do is we got to live live the life that we you know the best. We got to play the cards that were dealt to the best of our ability. And if if you're constantly focused on those things, especially the things you can't change, you know, well, this is this is where I you know live, or this is where I was you know this is the way I look. Um, like that's that's a recipe for disaster because you know, like I said it's it's out of, outside of your hands you can't change that thing so if you're gonna allow that one thing to define you good luck living the rest of your life because I mean I, I don't you might as well just bang your head up against the wall because <laughs> that's what you're doing I mean and so you, again you have to find identity in your and you have to look at your labels uh, as a, as a group of things <clears throat> it can't be any one thing and then not only that those labels that you do have, how many of them are helping you and how many are hurting you? And that's what we're talking about today. Um, so yeah, what Aaron was saying, uh, who am I? You know, how would you answer that? What, is it just one thing? Is it just your, you know, is it, is it, are you listing off a, a bunch of stuff that you have? Is it, you know, is some attribute about yourself that's, that's out, outside of your control, you know, um, like, Again, if if that's if that's you, if it's you know you're just listing a couple things, or or like I said, something that's out of your control, or, or something that's you know it's stuff, it's material things, then you know that's a negative label that we need to to work on. Absolutely. Um, you want to share that? Yeah, quotes? this is one of my favorite uh, quotes. This is by um, Max Lucado, who's a, a Christian author. And he says, you weren't an accident, you weren't mass produced, you aren't an assembly line product, you weren't deliberately, uh, you were deliberately planned, specifically gifted and lovingly positioned on the earth by the master craftsman. And again, you know, th this is coming from a Christian author, this is coming from a Christian worldview. And I would challenge you to, to tell me where else in today's world and culture are you getting that kind of messaging, you know? And, the answer is nowhere like you're not you're not getting it from anybody else and you know we were talking about you know Aaron was talking about you know part of it's uh, his identity is he's a father you know I'm a father I'm a husband and all those things are positive um, good labels to have uh, but those things can change you know if I do something really stupid and mess with <laughs> that's that's the only way I'm getting divorced is if I do something stupid um, uh, th those things those things are, are changeable right but the, the labels that aren't changeable is, you know, I, 
I am a, I'm a child of God as a Christian. I, I, I'm saved by grace. I have a purpose. God made me for a purpose. God put me here, you know, doing this podcast for a reason. Um, hopefully it's a good reason. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have uh, value, you know, because God, God made me. I mean, God, God destined me to be here for, for such a time as this, for to be in this place, to be around the people that I'm around, to, to do the things that we're doing here in our recovery program. Um, I have, I have, and, and if I stop here at this recovery program, I still have value. Like, it's not this thing that gives me value. It's God that gives me value, and God doesn't change. God doesn't go away. God always loves me. God always has a purpose for me. Um, and so, uh, you know, regardless of all the other things, my, my foundation of who I am and my identity comes from those things, and those things don't change. And that's where we want to get you to get to. Because then when you're, when you're confident and comfortable in who you are and where your identity comes from, now all of a sudden our desire to change the way we feel isn't wrapped up in our struggle, you know, and then it doesn't come. I don't need to go on social media to make myself feel better. I don't need to do these other things because I know who I am and that's not going to change. Yeah, I like that. Deliberately planned, specifically gifted and lovingly positioned on earth by the master craftsman. Um, well, we hope that you guys did enjoy today's episode as we just kind of covered labels. Um, again, I want to remind you that, that next week we'll be diving more into this as we begin to replace the negative labels um, with, with God's truth and, and move forward in our recovery journey. Um, and then just a reminder that, that we have all of these um, episodes also uploaded to our YouTube channel. One of the great things about our YouTube channel is we have different playlists set up. And so if you want to listen to message that are specifically geared to this topic, you can go to one of the playlists that's labeled labels <laughs> and you can, yeah, you can connect to, <laughs> to content um, um, there that, that'll help just kind of drive this home for you. Um, be sure again to check us out on our other social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, again, YouTube, hopefully your favorite podcast channel, share our content, leave reviews. Be sure to check out the book Pursuing Freedom on Amazon.com. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, if you need help, you need to reach out for, for any reason and anything at all, be sure to connect with us um, here at the church. You can call the church office at 918-283-2221. Um, you can email us at either info at cedarpoint.church or Aaron at cedarpoint.church. And we would love just to be here um, for you in any way possible. Um, and, and in those emails too, I mean, outside of complaints, man, if, if you have just opinions, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you have suggestions for content, we'd love to hear from you. We may or may not listen. Um, we may ridicule you behind your back as well, but you know, we're nah, on air. Yeah, we're on air. It's all tens um, of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we would love to hear from you. And then lastly, if you just need content moving for, um, forward in your recovery journey, um, if there's something that we can get you, a Bible or, or a resource in your hand, um, if you're struggling um, with any of these concepts, that you just need somebody to talk to about it to better understand um, what we're talking about, hey, please reach out to us. We'd love to be here for you. But uh, uh, we love you guys. Uh, we hope again that you enjoyed today, and we will check you right back here next week. See you.